0: From the Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C., this is the ASN Kidney Week 2019 podcast, a discussion of the latest scientific and clinical advances presented at this year's meeting.
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Samira Farouk. I'm a transplant nephrologist at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York, and very happy and lucky to have three special guests with us to discuss a little bit about Kidney Week 2019. Um, And so before we get started, I'll ask our guests to briefly introduce themselves.
2: Hi, I'm I'm Mukta Boeja. I am a clinical nephrologist at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City, and I'm very happy to be here with you guys.
3: Hi, I'm Gretchen Brandt. I'm a nephrologist right here in Washington DC and with Kaiser Permanente. Thank you for having me today.
0: And hi, my name is Ziad Al-Ali. I'm the um, chair of the uh, Publications Committee and also uh, an academic nephrologist in St. Louis at the St. Louis VA.
1: Uh, thank you to all three of you for being here today and taking time out of your busy Kidney Week schedules to be here. Um, so to get the conversation started, if we can, if you, the three of you can share an interesting session that you went to, an interesting person that you spoke to, um, anything that's been unique for you about this Kidney
2: Week. So actually, I started my Kidney Week a, a day early. and went to um, the C- Kidney Community Advocacy Day in Capitol Hill. So some of the more interesting people I talked to were members of um, CMS and HHS and members of the Policy and Advocacy Committee. Um, and it all kind of culminated with the opening plenary session that um, Dr. Rosenberg did an amazing job. And really, the, the medals that were given to to the individuals, part of the government, Secretary Azar, and the staff of the CMS and HHS, I think it was a history-making um, session. Two years ago, when I started with the Policy Committee, um, we went to Capitol Hill. every you know, several months, and we were in constant communication with them, and you can start to see the transformation um, between the, the aides and the, and the offices when they had no idea what the kidneys were. They had no idea what immunosuppression coverage meant and, you know, what it meant for our patients. They had no idea that our field has been starving um, as compared to cardiology, for example. Um, and now they can complete your sentences when you walk into the office. Um, So those medals that were awarded, I think it was a moment in history. The stars are really aligned to help change and transform the field. So today I attended a session um, on on, on biochips, on the organoids, kidneys on the chips, and now I'm so excited to see that we actually have a pathway to getting that translated from the lab to an in innovation, innovative technology. And I think it's in part due to the, the staff from the Policy and Advocacy Committee and the Quality Committees, Rachel Meyer, David White, um, the Chairs, uh, Crystal Gadabaku and, and Scott Wiener, um, and several members of, the, of Congress, um, including um, Representative Susan DelBene. Um, so I'm really excited to see what goes forward. It's been an exciting start to the week so far.
1: Yeah, I think it's really amazing, especially for someone like me who's very early in my career to see nephrology really brought up to the most important stage. Um, yeah. and to really give our patients a best chance. Um, especially for my transplant patients, I commonly see patients that have poor outcomes because of loss of coverage of their immunosuppressants. And so to see this now being addressed in a real way is is very exciting and promising.
0: Yeah. And this is certainly a remarkable moment in nephrology, and, and I sort of call it like an inflection point. You know, for a long time, sort of the field has not been, you know, vibrant and and, and moving forward at a really r- reasonable speed. You know, the executive order, the the work that, that you guys have been doing on our policy committee and the ASN advocacy and and also the the, the culmination of a lot of work by NKF and, and other stakeholders in town Sort of like resulted in now almost like a you know a, a tidal wave of of, of of more awareness about policymakers, executive order by by the by the by the White House, and and uh, this is a really remarkable moment in in, in nephrology history. I, I totally agree. It is a historic moment.
1: Yeah, and all of this uh, I think aligns very perfectly with innovations in every sphere of nephrology that Dr. Rosenberg highlighted. A lot of those in the clinical side, and the research side, and the education side, and I think we're all kind of moving forward to you know, position ourselves in a really great position for our patients. Yeah,
2: and you know, another session I went to today, too, was um, disruptors. Um, so there's a lot of uh, new innovators out there. And actually, one of them l- uh, brought up the point, Leslie Trigg um, of uh, Outset Medical. She's the the, C- uh, the CEO of Outset Medical, um, which is a kind of um, a portable dialysate kind of machine. Um, uh, so she, she kind of, what she brought up was that there's over 7,000 um, healthcare startups and less than 20 of them are related to nephrology. And in fact, she said that she can only count on the top of her head nine, so she just doubled it as an estimate. Um, so I'm hoping that by next year's ASN, we start to see something completely different. And I think we've really set it up for that. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, it's been a really energetic kidney week as compared to previous years. Although I mean, not to knock on anything, it's just it's just it feels like things are changing.
1: Um, are there any other sessions you all have attended that have really excited you or sparked your interest in something new or?
0: Yeah, I, I always look for the planning session. I always look forward to the planning sessions and always, they're always inspirational. Yesterday's session was CRISPR-Cas9 and it was absolutely, absolutely wonderful. The, the sort of the rigor of the science and, and how transformational this technology is you know, and, and then how, how also really close is it we are to sort of applying those technologies to really solving real diseases and real patients, being in single patients or in, in, in populations is absolutely remarkable. And today's planning session was also, you know, absolutely also inspiring and, and, and sort of the, you know, circadian rhythm and and, and, and the you know the, the you know the, the clock and the kidney has a clock. The kidney has its own clock, and it's a, it's, it's absolutely remarkable work. And Rose uh, enjoyed particularly also going to the best of ASN, the best of Jason and C Jason. Those are really sessions that sort of highlight the best paper and J- papers in Jason for the year and best papers in C Jason for the year I'm also delighted that we have a, a new publication that that or new journal that will be coming o- online in uh, uh, January 2020 kidney 360 so hopefully next year we'll have best of Jason best of C Jason and also e- best of kidney 360
3: I agree you know the uh, plenary sessions are always fun because there are a lot of folks and I think this year's attendance is at the top of the list and each year i guess there are more and more folks coming so that's been fun for me to see being in the nephrology field for over 20 years that it's a growing field despite the paucity of fellowships uh, and fellow applicants at the moment i think that's moving in a positive direction too so i thought the young investigator award um samir parikh this morning he just did an amazingly elegant lecture about the uh, prospects for NAD-plus-based kidney therapies in AKI, so you know, just taking something as simple as nicotinamide and looking at cardiac surgery outcomes for AKI, that was so cool. I thought that was just bringing it from bench to bedside in a really, really nice way.
0: What also drew my attention was a session uh, was hosted jointly by the ASN, I think, and the Chinese Society of Nephrology on sort of like the burden of kidney disease worldwide. And also just a juxtaposition about the sort of the evolution of the burden of kidney disease in East Asia and other parts of the world, you know, vis-à-vis the Western world, and that to me sort of also uh, is 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 really absolutely wonderful that ASN is doing this and it sort of emphasizes that the that the ASN although we are the American Society of Nephrology, we're the, really the global leaders in the fight against kidney disease, and that means we fight against kidney disease everywhere, not only here but everywhere, including you know. It, you know, involving and engaging stakeholders from China, India and other places. We're we're one society that's, that's like, you know, we all care about one thing, you know, curing kidney diseases and we all need to join forces in, in the fight against kidney diseases to win that fight and 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 make sure that our patients, our our main stakeholders, our patients are well served. So that that, that, that session was actually also absolutely remarkable in in the way it was hosted and was delivered and the science about the burden of disease worldwide.
3: And Ziad, piggybacking on that, I just came from the H3Africa Kidney Disease Research Network Consortium, Mm -hmm. and that is just an amazing uh, study that's getting off the ground looking at kidney disease as one cohort is looking, one subset is looking at kidney disease in Africa in a resource limited location and looking at FSGS, they're seeing more collapsing variant in Africa versus the Neptune uh, cohort that we have here. Um, So it's just fun to um, see it becoming a global world for Combating kidney disease
0: across A- the globe. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, the last thing is that we must join forces. We cannot go it alone. You know, there is like an, in this African proverb: you know, if you, you want to you know, win fast, or, or if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go further, go together." And I think, I think in this in this in this world, you know, going together and all joining forces in the fight against kidney disease is really the, the meritorious approach.
2: You know, I, not to speak for council, but I, I I do think that the councils are also of ASN and ISN are meeting together, and I think we're gonna, they're going to have to probably do that a lot more because um, you know, <coughs> we're nephrologists, but we're also, you know, we're internists, and we're well-rounded individuals. And I think climate change um, is going to be a massive problem. And we're starting to see a lot of mesoendemic nephropathy. And as even America gets hotter, um, you know, the, there's different parts of the world that are more susceptible. Um, they tend to be the poorest parts of the world, and they tend to be also contributing less to pollution and less to climate change. You know, for, India, for example, is going to be, is, is, quite, is hit quite hard by high temperatures, and there's a high level of poverty there, and there's going to be, I believe, an increased incidence of, of, um, of kidney disease as a result of that. So I think we're going to start to see a lot more climate change-related nephropathy. Um, So, this is also almost foreshadowing the the collaboration efforts that we're going to have to make um, globally. Mm -hmm. Um, Very important, and I wish we could prevent it now um, through other ways.
3: And as Dr. Odu mentioned in the uh, symposium I just went to on um, H3 Africa, there are 30 million Ghanese folks and only 10 nephrologists in the whole country. So I think that's another way we'll have to share our resources as well because I know here in Washington, D.C., I'm one of lots of nephrologists just alone in D.C., so.
1: Uh, So we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Um, So I think we all agree that the future of nephrology is incredibly bright and there's also a lot to do. And so I think the trainees are really integral to us having success moving forward. Um, And so I'm very interested in medical education and I'm involved with uh, programs like Kidney Stars, which is a funding program to allow medical students and residents to come to Kidney Week, as well as the Fellows in Training Bowl, which is a friendly competition among uh, nephrology fellows around the country, actually around the world. We had a team this year of all fellows from Ireland. Um, And so um, what are your thoughts on, you know, Kidney Week and trainee engagement? Have you had any experiences with trainees and how do you think that we can um, help our trainees to move nephrology forward.
0: Yeah, lo- love it, love it, love it. So, so one of the things that I actually always do is I always like try to uh, you know go through the poster session and, and talk to people. And if you go through the poster session, and you know, most of the first authors, actually a lot of the first authors on these posters are actually trainees. Some of them mm-hmm. in internal medicine, some of them nephrology fellows. And you just you know, ask somebody, like, okay, a, a trainee, like, t- walk me through your poster. And it's an absolute joy, an absolute joy to really see what they've what they've uh, what they've done, and, and also the range of topics that are covered by by the fellows. So so uh, I, I I think I think not only the future is bright, but I think like our, our trainees are, are you know more and more engaged in research, and, and I think I think uh, uh, it, it, it's a joy to see for, for somebody like me who also is really very interested in research.
3: And mentioning the stars program, I was thinking that uh, the um, state of the art lecture this morning by Dr. Michael Young was talking about sleep patterns and sleep wake cycles and how we may, may be pre-programmed genetically, and it was fun because the mill. Pigeon tubules came up, and I hadn't thought about those for a long time. But I'm thinking <laughs> probably in the Starberg they have heard about those, and I didn't know that the yeah. kidney had a sleep clock, you know, so and that we can have dyssynchrony amongst the kidney and the heart and the brain. And so it's not just jet lag; it's also um, our day-to-day functioning. Um, and I think it's cool that the kidneys are um, in the center of some of that research as well.
2: You know, I, I think it's wonderful that there's the stars program, that there's a lot of mentorship programs for for the trainees and medical students, fellows, residents. Um, I when I first started to come to ASN, I have to admit I felt super lost, um, and I was not a trainee that long ago. Um, I was pretty overwhelmed. Now they have the they, now they have the apps and stuff like that, so you can know where to go. But I kind of wished at that, that time that I had somebody to shepherd me. And it sounds so silly, you know, you're in your twenties, thirties. Why should you have your hand held but i think we're 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 facing a little bit of a crisis where we're having a tough time attracting um people to our field and i think that's multifactorial but one easy thing to bite into is really improving our mentorship and improving um you know decreasing the amount of intimidation that we kind of sometimes impose i mean one of the the talks i just went to was about payment models and um, I saw some trainees there, and I thought to myself, how could they possibly know what any of this means? Because um, we don't have a formal training on any of this, and I don't want any trainee to feel badly about that. I want to make sure that they have a safe space all of the time. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think I think um, I think about that stuff kind of too all the time. How can I make this easier for for trainees? And I talk to some, and they're like, oh, you know, we're just kind of lost. We're zipping around and. Um, but I, I think we're, we're we're aware of that. We're becoming increasingly aware of that, and so as we're aware of it, we'll address it. Um, so I'm hoping to see I'm hoping to see people more comfortable and trainees um, giving more talks. Um, there was a medical student yesterday actually who gave an excellent talk from, from Mount Sinai. Um, yeah, there there's there's such talent that we that we have to make sure we're tapping into and embracing and encouraging and letting flourish. Um, so if any trainees are listening out there, reach out, reach out to me and you know I'll help you I'll help you along the way.
1: Um, another one of my passions is um, social media and the use of innovative medical education tools and I think for trainees, especially medical students, residents, people that are not sure about nephrology, social media really provides this really great virtual global community and we have had a lot of success with finding people that have reached out to us to get involved in our various social media projects. And not only do they get to work on something, but they get to meet uh, active members of the nephrology community um, that allows them to get to know ASN a little bit better, get involved with Kidney Week better. And then once we've met virtually, being able to meet those people in person at a meeting like ASN um, is really um, rewarding, I think for everyone. Um, and just to add to the poster session, I noticed this year the, the trainee case reports, and it was kind of nice to have that flag there to know that these are all trainees and you can kind of go down the row and meet several trainees.
0: Yeah, encourage them and support them. And, and you know they, uh, they, they enjoy it too. And when faculty you know, come around like, okay, talk to me about your poster and or, you know what, what led you to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a joy for them also to present and to be recognized and, and, and it's a, and I definitely agree about the, the, the mentorship. I mean, we definitely need more mentors and need more shepherds to really help the younger ones navigate ASN. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I totally, f- I had nearly the same experience in the first two or three ASN even. You know, it, it's a little really bit of an overwhelming world and how to navigate it. So having, you know, mentors that, you know, sort of guiding you through and helping you through and shepherding you through can only enhance the experience. It's also enormously rewarding for the mentor. I mean, it, it is rewarding for both the mentee and a mentor it's a, it's a win-win situation
1: yeah, there's actually another conference that i'm a part of the planning committee called kidney con and it's an annual conference that's held every april in arkansas and this year will be the fifth year and it's a much smaller conference and the really goal is to focus on education and it's geared towards uh trainees though you know faculty and attending nephrologists are also welcome and it's one day of workshops and another day of clinical sessions and the goal is really to set up mentorship and networking in a less overwhelming setting and so last year we had about 120 people come to the conference and all of our students and residents have really enjoyed that.
3: Just like I think I heard right here before I started the podcast, one of the young attendees said she's my friend's friend but we meet every year at ASN. So they were talking amongst themselves and trying to figure out. How do you know her? Well, she—I meet her every year at ASM, but she's my friend's friend. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Aww, nice. uh, it's, it's also wonderful. You know, it's a great venue to meet other people, meet collaborators, network, and, and grow you the network of, you, of your collaborators and, and people you really talk to and you lean on for advice and, and, and also mentor. So it's, it's really uh, the, the place to be. You know, in, in Kidney Week is actually Kidney Week itself, and, and, it's, and it's certainly a wonderful venue for science, for learning about new things, but also for networking and, and making sure that, that you are connecting with, collaborate with, for research or education projects or new trainees and, and it's, a, it's, it's a wonderful venue.
3: Because as awesome as the uh, world of high tech and podcasts and social media and online CME opportunities, I think there's still something special about, as we're saying, the community within the communities mm-hmm. and the personal touch and the friendships as well as the mentorships and the opportunities to network. Yeah,
1: so, Yeah. Totally agree. So based on your experiences coming to multiple kidney weeks, what advice would you give to someone coming to their first kidney week?
2: Pre-plan. Take a look at the schedule uh, online. I am, I am a millennial, but I am probably, my soul is 95 years old. And I'm not very good with the, the phones and the technologies. Don't feel overwhelmed about needing to use it. Social media is great, um, but you know, in medicine too, like I, we we, sh- we could also police that a little bit better. It's not mandatory to have to feel like you need to do that. Um, you know, especially with all the, the links to depression that social media has, just just relax and enjoy it. Take a look at what you're interested in. Ask people questions. Um, talk to your mentors at your at your institution or, or your friends. Um, and don't feel pressure. It's it is overwhelming, but don't feel pressure. This is this is for you. Uh, we're here for you. And um, and I think it's I think it'll it'll be amazing no matter what you do.
1: An analogy that I like to use for social media, because um, a common question is, you know, it's too much. I don't have the time. And so many people compare social media to a cocktail party where you kind of walk in and you can, once you walk in the door, decide if you want to engage with anyone. If you don't want to engage with anyone, limit the, your time in there. And I think Kidney Week overall is, is, can be very overwhelming as well. There's a lot going on. And so, you know, as you said, kind of take in as much as you want, as much as you can and have fun.
3: But then just go ahead, dive in, and start somewhere. Invite a friend, new or old, and have fun at yes. ASN. Definitely
0: have fun. Yes, it is an opportunity to see friends and meet collaborators, and, and also have fun. As you know, so, so yes, science is important, and you definitely have to, you know, catch up on things. But but also m- make time to have fun and enjoy the city and enjoy enjoy catching up with friends for sure.
1: Um, well, it's been really great. I'm hearing all three of your perspectives um, about Kidney Week and a little bit about what you're what you do and what you're interested in. So, I think we'll wrap it up there. And thanks to the three of you for your time. Thanks Thanks for for
0: having having us. Yeah, Uh, thank Thank you. you so
3: much.
2: This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology. All rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of Nephrology.